Grand Rising is my love bugs. It's 8.38 a.m. Today is Wednesday, November 23rd. Um, as you guys know, it's the 11th month. So when you go into numerology, it's 1, 2, 3 today. So it's a really good day to manifest if that's what you guys want to do. But anyways, I'm not here for that. I'm here to um, kind to kind of bring you guys some more information. I just woke up from a dream. And the first thing I woke up to um, was another little article about the bullshit shit that we talked about in the last episode. And, like, immediately, um, I did my own quick-ass research, and I found out who it was. Which I seen some of these, um, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, with some of my gifts when I'm sleeping... I can um, remote view so I can kind of go or like astral travel and go to other locations if the spirits want me to and like see things that I need to see. So I was inside of a tomb and I was able to see inside the tomb that they're excavating and I was able to read the hieroglyphs on the wall and I just got up and like looked up something real quick and seen that Neith, even though she is considered like the goddess that is associated with spiders. She also sometimes is depicted um, with two crocodiles on the side of her. Or with green skin. So when they seen Neith in the tombs that we last spoke about, they thought this goddess was, I mean, this queen was Neith. When I told you guys, Neith has never incarnated in his life before as a human being that walked this planet before. She's just never done that. So... I'm thinking about it a little bit more, and I'm like, okay, they could have gotten her mixed up with Neith. But if you guys um, know about Sobek, I mentioned Sobek and Amut. They're crocodile gods. Amut is the devourer, and he is like half alligator mouth. His mouth is an alligator. His body is like the body of a lion. Um, And he's the one that if you pretty much um, fail your judgment with Maya and Thoth, he'll devour your soul. Uh, I mentioned how he loves chaotic souls and things like that. So, that's a moot. That's one of the crocodile gods. Now, when it comes to... And he's the one that kind of, like, rules the underworld in Duat. Or he doesn't rule it, but he's there in the underworld of Duat. Um, Osiris rules the underworld. Now, if you go into um, Sobek. Sobek is the crocodile-headed god as well. And he's known as, like, the god that rules the Nile River and things like that. And he actually had dynasties of people uh, that actually incarnated on this earth that were, like, named after him. So, the goddess that they don't know what her name is, her name is Sobek Nefru. So, um, or it could be Nefru Sobek or Sobek Nefru. Um, but it's Sobek Nefru. Sobek's name's first. So, she's actually a female goddess. If you look into her story, she ruled during the 12th dynasty, which was the time that they had the plagues. She became the sole heir to the throne after the death of her husband. She was the first female pharaoh ruler. So not all the time do um, females rule. It's mainly the men. But since her husband died, like I said, he died in war. Um, she was less, she was left as the sole heir to the throne and she became the first female ruler in the 12th dynasty. They had the plagues and by the time they reestablished everything, cause you got to think about it, everybody died off. Everybody that she ruled over about 400 people died off. So, um, basically when everybody died off, there was nobody to write anything about the 12th dynasty. So the information about the plagues didn't come out until the next dynasty after, which was the 13th century or the 13th dynasty, same same situation. It's just called something different. We call it centuries, they call it dynasties. So the papyrus in the 13th dynasty mentions her ruling in the plagues. They just don't know how to read it. Um, After her, the next female pharaoh that was a sole ruler um, was Hatshepsut, and I mentioned already Hatshepsut is Cardi B. Thutmose the second is Offset. So that was all the way way later in the 18th dynasty. So from the 12th dynasty when she ruled, and um, they lost everything to famine and locusts and all that, all those plagues that happened. 
and her whole community passed away. Ever since the 12th dynasty to the 18th dynasty, it's been male rulers. And then the next one that was the sole heir to the throne that ruled alongside her husband was Hephzibah and Thutmose. So that's just how that goes. The tomb that they found is actually from the 12th dynasty. I don't know because I didn't even care to really read the fucking um, article anymore because it just irritates me. But it just had a picture of where I was. So I was just like, oh, that's where I was. I didn't understand. I would, I'd just be seeing this shit in my dreams. And then it's like I woke up. And as soon as I woke up and I'm checking my phone and just, you know, just chilling, I see the same place that I was at. So it made sense. It's a very extravagant tomb. I'm not going to hold you. Um, it's crazy because the tomb has something to do with... Um, it's like something to do with the winter solstice, which is coming up on twelve twenty one. Every twenty um, first of December is the winter solstice, so um, it's kind of like you can tell that the energy in the tomb surrounds that, um, how they built it and things like that. But yeah, they looking at a twelfth dynasty tomb. I don't know what the hell they're saying on there. I don't even care anymore to read anything they're saying because. It's just been confirming to me the information coming to my dreams and how it's so easy for me to find it out and read it. That these people, I don't know what they go to school for, but it's really, they just go to school for robbery. To put it like plain and simple, they go to school for robbery because it's like, if you go to school, I don't know how long archaeology school is, but it's like if you're studying these hieroglyphs, nobody knows how to read the hieroglyphs. Nobody knows how to read the papyrus. Nobody knows how to read these tombs because none of that shit that they're saying makes any sense. They're just putting some bullshit out there. They want to say that they're the first to rewrite something. And I need you guys to pay attention to the word rewrite. Rewrite means to redo something, right? But when you rewrite it, it doesn't mean it's going to be the exact replica or the exact copy. You're trying to change history. Rewrite can also mean change, alter. You know what I'm saying? So, just pay attention to when they be using these little funny-ass words and shit. I told you guys, English is a spell in itself. But just pay attention to that. Um, Yeah, they're not rewriting any history. This is some 12th Dynasty shit they should have left alone. Like I said before, I'm not going to get into all that. We have a whole episode right before this one about everything happening to them. But since now, I know her name. And I told you guys, if I was there, I could find out her name. So, the shit the spirits brought me there last night when I was sleeping and I was able to figure out her name and woke up and confirmed it so boom easy so back in the fruit um so they already found her tomb like a minute ago I don't know what they're talking about on the articles and shit I don't even care to read any of that anymore I'm just gonna keep listening to the spirits themselves because it's like clearly you feel me like clearly these niggas don't know what they're talking about all those statues that they found in her own tomb she has her own tomb so when i was breaking down the thing and i was saying that like she was buried with them she wasn't she has her own tomb the thing is they found the tomb of her community and um nine times out of ten when when people are enrolling they have like a secondhand person so whoever's mummy body that they might find in the queen's thing like they think it's the queen it's not her so Beck Nefru has her own tomb they discovered a minute ago she got statues and stuff where her nose is blown off kind of like um uh the sphinx and stuff like that because she has a prominent nose like a bell pepper nose where you could tell she's a black woman with a big nose you know what i'm saying so all her um statues the nose is blown off everything else is good but the nose is blown off that's her they've been found her shit they've been found her tomb they just can't tell from the depictions because they're kind of simple and slow that this is the same person they seen crocodiles and stuff in the um depictions in the hieroglyphs and just automatically assumed she was neat, but they didn't know that their their sorbet and the fruit is depicted as this as well because sorbet is a crocodile. So of course she's gonna also have pictures, uh, hieroglyphs with crocodiles. You see what I'm saying? Um, yeah, the one if they do have a mummy that's inside of this coffin that they think is her, 
it's actually like her right hand so she has like you know um everybody has an advisor even like the mob you know what i'm saying they always have like a conciliar or like an advisor or something like that that is the second not saying this person was the second ruling it's just like an assistant somebody that you know helps her out with things so this person was of importance to her so when they got when the community got buried and everything like that everybody came together to um um bury everybody that died in the plagues she went into a very um prominent casket but she's not the queen the queen has her own spot now the queen some of the queen's gold and some of the queen's things and things like that went in there with the um community because it's like they all wanted them to come back together that's the whole point of neath's energy being depicted there but that's not neath we mentioned that already um yeah Basically, they don't have much information, too much information about her actual ruling. Um, I don't want to say they don't have it. They just don't know how to read it. They have it in the papyrus. It's written in the 13th Dynasty papyrus after the plague. They just don't know how to read it. So, again, I can always break it down. I'm not going to hold you. I have a couple cards in front of me. I'm trying to do this quick before my son wakes up. But um, I'm pretty sure she's probably, she might tell me. I'm not going to say I'm positive but she might tell me what's in the papyrus about her ruling that they don't know how to read i'm guessing that's what this is um so i'm gonna pause it here and we're gonna get into it but i do want to say that she's telling me that they need to stop being greedy (laughs) they don't have any gifts or they don't know what they have opened um she pointed me to her tomb so i can read exactly what it was she showed me that in Dreamtime, I kind of just walked up in the space because they weren't listening. They're not asking questions. They're literally just going to school to learn how to rob people or, you know, the dead, um, the ancient Egyptians and things like that. Because they know the Egyptians were so into gold that every tomb has gold. So they just try to discover as many tombs as possible to unearth as much gold as possible for the free. You know what I'm saying? So it's literally like they just get paid to be robbers i'm not gonna hold you and like this is something that cannot be undone now like all these robbing of these tombs it cannot be undone the energy can't be undone i already told you what's happening to these people i do see she's saying again they're running scared but it's like if they would ask questions or if they would try to figure out the truth or actually learn something then they wouldn't be in these situations because they would be able to tell who's who. So I'm not going to hold you. A lot of the shit that we read about um, ancient Egyptians and shit, is it's not facts. It's, it's, just, it's just not. I don't know what else to say about that. I'm going to pause it here, and then we're going to see what is written about her ruling in this papyrus that was written in the 13th century or the 13th dynasty. I keep saying that. The 13th dynasty, that's what they call it. I'm going to pause it here. I'm talking fast it's because i'm trying to get this done before my son wakes up it's like 8 52 so we'll see anyways um she's saying that basically her ruling was destroyed when these plagues happened a lot of people were running to her stressed worried concerned because it's like she's basically saying the papyrus is almost like this this one's written in a story like um she didn't know what to do it's like the things that normally she can rule over like okay war send people to war it's like she had no strength for this she didn't have any warriors that can fight this um they lost horses cattle um goats things like that lions pets they lost all their animals because the livestock was ruined by the locusts um and then people were like you know how we're gonna eat you know and it's not just livestock but it's also like plants you know grapes fruits vegetables everything like not only did they not have meat they also didn't have vegetables so they couldn't survive off that everything was just falling to shit um yeah i'm also seeing some of the plagues also fell to disease so like the water was tainted 
they weren't even able, like, so much was happening so fast, so much deaths and stuff, falling from disease and famine, um, from these locusts and all these other plagues that were happening, people were falling sick, dying young, all this kind of stuff that nobody was able to write this down, because they were constantly burying people, um, the, because it's like they're called nobles if they're not the pharaohs and they're like a side of them like their advisors or like craftsmen or anything like that they're called like noble families they're noble families so they're also um living close to so i think it was i said 300 of them were buried and they were like um they had like sarcophaguses like caskets kind of coffins where it was, like, a little bit more nicer, and then a hundred of them was just, like, buried as mummies because they didn't have the money for that. So there was about a hundred people that were, like, considered the noble family. So they were, like, close to her. Um, They were, like, her soldiers and, like, her, you know, her doctors, the healers, like, the people that got paid in gold to, like, care for and do these type of things where she respected them. Um, And then they were just, like, you know, the regular townspeople about a hundred of them which was like the regular townspeople i wouldn't even call them peasants they just weren't the nobles you know what i'm saying they all died she couldn't help anybody everybody lost money there was no gold that can stop the plagues um i mentioned before that people died alongside of their children um pregnant women were still pregnant some of them um you know some of these people the nobles were like musicians they played the duduk they played the harp. They played, like, different um, instruments, kept them entertained. There was warriors. There was, you know, healers. There was all types of stuff there. And I see that nobody was able to make it out of this. Um, it got so bad that they were drinking out of the Nile River because everything was tainted. They were, like, praying to the guys that this would stop, but it was, like, it was something that they could not stop. They started losing horses left and right. Even if somebody was to come up on them and try to attack them, it was, like, they had no horses, no steed, um, no chariots because everything was ruined. Um, they were surviving off of wine and grapes. Like, they were surviving off of, like, they tried to pick as many grapes as possible and turn it to wine so it can last longer, so kind of in a way, they were just getting drunk, I'm not gonna hold you, like, there was nothing else that they can do, just drink to death, because they were so stressed, they were kind of surviving as a whole, as a whole community, yeah, everything I'm saying is facts, they were surviving off a whole community, off of getting as fucked up as possible, I see the lotus, the blue lotus, If you guys know about that, it's a drug. There's like a blue lotus or something like that. That's a drug. In ancient Egypt, it's almost like a hallucinogenic. Um, It's kind of trippy. And then there's wine. So there was really nothing they can do more. Um, They lost everything. They picked as much blue lotus as they could and preserved it. And they also picked as much in in, uh of the vine tree of the um, the vines of the grapes and made as much wine as possible and they just drunk and got high and just like literally i'm I'm not even trying to be funny that's all they can do that's all they can do and pray to the gods that this will be over soon so everybody was just getting drunk and high and just trying to ride it out yeah to their death that's really sad they were um losing people every fucking day because of this they didn't have any fresh water at first they were trying to run to the Nile river and drink but it's like that could have got polluted too the fish could have started to upturn and die as well because there wasn't a lot going on their dogs were dying everything was dying um this is written in the papyrus for sure for sure this was a hidden story for a while because they had to reestablish. So it's like whoever survived and made it to the 13th century and was able to carry on the story, they had to get reestablished first. Imagine everybody, like a natural disaster happening. You guys see these 
earthquakes and all these kind of stuff and of course when it happens it's like it happens but the whole world can have it on record we can have it and be like oh china had a big earthquake so then we're kind of writing the history as it goes but you got to remember back in these days these were the only people in this dynasty so there was really not too many people that can write about this as they were trying to survive they were high trying to survive drunk trying to survive they did survive some of them to the next you know they made it to the next and then after burying all these people and getting everything situated there that was sacred then once the 13 dynasty got established they got new ruling new kings queens or pharaohs we call them nobles everything like that writers scribers people that could actually read and write the papyrus and hieroglyphs um then that's when they were able to tell the story. So it's 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 like you're rebuilding things. Um, once the money flow came back in and stuff like that, that's when they were able to tell the story of her. But honestly, the story of Sobek Nefru that I see that is in the papyrus that they're not able to depict. They can't read this. They don't know what it means. Is that they literally survived the the water turned bloody. I don't know how that could happen. I know that's a plague, but I just don't know, like, what that means. If the water got tainted or contaminated and all the fish died, so the fish were, like, spoiled. They couldn't fish in the Nile River. They couldn't eat. These type of things. Um, And I mentioned, like, about the lotus flower. Yeah, I see it. That was the only thing that grew um, or that was grown that they were able to protect. Yeah. Pregnant women also were losing their babies, obviously, because they have to drink and get high. But they knew everybody was going to die regardless. Nobody was playing music anymore. It was just like a very sad time during this time. Um, Yeah, I'm seeing it's something about like snakes. They might have even had to survive off eating like things that they would normally not eat. Of course, they're never going to... Um, hurt their cats or dogs they were not not like that they considered them gods so they were not going to eat their cats or dogs but I see they could have survived off eating snakes you know I see people hunt snakes and peel the snake skin off and eat the meat for protein they had to survive off eating that in like wild wild hair which is like rabbits basically the wild hairs so they survived a little bit off of that the people that did survive and make it to the next dynasty they had to survive off hunting snakes and wild hair and yeah there was no goats there was no goat milk there was no none of that no nutrients really like that the people that did survive um that were able to like put together this tomb this vast tomb and put together like all of these bodies it was very few people they had to learn by way of tradition um by way of reading hieroglyphs from other tombs and stuff or just by way of remembering how it goes on how to bury them with the canopic jars and what goes where and how to embalm them and how to wrap them and shit like that they also did this while they were really high so it's really crazy because they survived off no water just alcohol wine basically no real food they had to hunt wild snakes, skin them and eat them, hunt wild hare, which are rabbits basically, wild rabbits, and eat them. And they survived off this. And these are the people that built this tomb and put this sacred stuff together with the gold, the canopy jars, and everything like that. Damn. They lost their own husbands and wives. So some of the people that carried on the story into the 13th dynasty, they lost their significant other was separated from their significant other. She is depicted in, and I actually did see this in her tomb last night. She's depicted with a lot of lotus flowers and things like that. Um, And they put it that way on purpose. And it's also written in the papyrus on purpose because she's considered as the queen of lotus flowers because this is how they survive. They just had to get high. And that's, like, not even trying to be funny. This ain't funny at all. Like, they, they had to get high because they're... It's like, imagine going through a plague. And you see, like, you know, War of Worlds in 2012 and all these, like, 
movies about the end of times and shit like that and it's like you know you see some people on the movie and they're like fuck on fuck it i see the shit coming i'm just gonna sit here and drink and let it come it's kind of like that you can't really do nothing especially when it's like everything's falling to shit you don't have no horse you can't eat no horse meat you can't eat no bulls you can't eat no ox you can't eat no camels it's like everything's dead because the locusts got to their food and it ruined their food. Then whatever you had, grapes and mangoes and fucking fruits and vegetables, all your shit's ruined. And you ain't got no meat. And you ain't got no water because something's wrong and the water's diseased. You didn't even have, you couldn't even hunt for crocodiles. So Beckner fruit was known for being protected by crocodiles because Sobek is in her name. I mentioned Sobek is an actual god. So certain people during certain dynasties that ruled, if they had something to do with Sobek, his energy, a certain energy that was ruled, you know, they could they could have had control of the Nile River or they had trade going along there or something like that. They have the name Sobek. There's a lot of uh, pharaohs and pharaoh um, queens that had Sobek in their name. This is why. So it's not saying that Sobek walked this planet. I'm not saying he's never walked this planet. He walked this planet when this shit was like high vibrational way back when. When Osiris and Isis and all of us first did this shit back a long time ago. But I'm talking about thousands of years later when human beings and there's no lion-headed gods and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not talking about when the gods physically walked this earth. I'm talking about like human form. If they carried the energy and they had ties to the Nile River, this is why they had Sobek in their name. So this is why she has Sobek Nefru is her name. She had to become the first female pharaoh because of her husband passing away before her. I see she also, I think I mentioned before that she lost her kid. She lost her kid throughout the situation when everything was falling. She lost, they were like losing money and gold every day. So it's like, it got to the point that, you know how I'll be telling you guys, like money isn't everything. This was like at that point where it's like, okay, we had ruling, we had all this money, all this wealth, all this, everything, all this power. But at that point, she couldn't buy health. She couldn't buy these women, um, nurture, you know, um, nurturing foods or anything from anybody because it was like everything that they owned in that area, that whole community was just falling to shit because of, there was no trade. How how can you trade? What are you going to trade if everything's ruined? Um, nobody would even probably want to come into contact if there were anybody else around that time because it's a, it's a fucking plague. So it's like everybody was just trying to survive at that point. She couldn't, like people, I think I mentioned before, people were going through miscarriages and things like that. It's because they had to get high and drunk just to have something in their body. You know, when you don't have water or food in your body for a while, you tend to die. So it's like they kind of kept their heart stimulated and their mind stimulated by the lotus flower. And it's an actual, not only is it like a hallucinogenic, but it's also like a curing herb. And so that helped their nervous system stay running. And then just because it's not water and it's wine, it's like it's still a liquid going into your body. So it's almost like, you know, you die if you don't have water in your body for a certain amount of time. So they kind of just was like barely surviving off that. So this is why in the last one, when I said they were going through miscarriages and losing babies and stuff, this is why. Yeah, um... They also were not able to, they can't kill birds. Like, there are certain animals that they can't kill, and even then, those animals were dying too. You see what I'm saying? Like, the cats were used to eating certain things, probably the fish or something like that. There's no fish. Dead. The dogs used to eat certain things, can't eat it no more. The birds weren't even landing there at that time because it's like there's no worms popping out the ground. There's no stuff to nibble on as a bird they weren't even coming around and even if they were these are gods to them so they cannot eat them that's like they would be better off dead if they killed a cat and ate they'd be better off dead because it's a god you see see what i'm saying it's like there's certain um animals that were just like you can't eat them basically yeah 
everybody came together and they had to realize that like no matter who who was a noble member who was the you know the pharaoh at the time so back in the fruit like no matter what under everybody's eyes they had to realize like no matter where they came from they were all human beings and that they solely knew that rob was gonna look after them so they just kept supplying each other with um wine and blue lotus this is definitely in the papyrus they had to all um put their differences aside their uh what would it be called their hierarchy or like the ruling class the nobles and i don't know if they call them peasants or not but they had to put all that aside because nobody was richer than the next they had to share portions and do things like that so it really came into like the love of the community had to be the first thing they were trying to keep each other from being sad and sorrowed and you know when somebody would lose a baby or lose a husband or lose a wife or lose a family member they all had to come together and heal so um there was no fighting they were trying to stay happy i'm not gonna hold you the blue lotus actually kept them happy because it's such a powerful um hallucinogenic that it's like you're tripping on you're tripping balls you know what i'm saying like uh it's kind of like acid or something like that it's like it's just like yeah it's like lsd in the way like you're gonna be tripping so it's like they're kind of that's how they stay happy they knew that they were in a very dark place but they didn't want their souls to go to the underworld for doing this um i'm gonna pause it here know that fertility babies children sex things like that marriages is very important when it comes to ancient egypt so they were trying to pray to the gods that they wouldn't go to hell for just trying to survive off lotus flowers and wine and like getting the babies drunk basically getting the teenagers drunk the toddlers drunk like everybody had to do this you know like everybody all ages was tripping balls you know what i'm saying like and this is why and they were like praying to the guys that like they wouldn't because they felt like they were gonna go to hell because like they're toddler they're you know i got a three-year-old on my you know that's sleeping right now in the bed so it's like my three-year-old during this time would have had to drink wine and get drunk would have had to take a blue lotus flower and be tripping out like us as well because that was the only um substance that was keeping them alive for as long as possible just trying to live out the plague just hoping that this ended and that they can live so this is why it was such a sacred thing this is why they put all the gods on there and just kept praying to the gods that they um would not go to do what which is the egyptian underworld for this and that they would be able to be reincarnated again damn this is like it's kind of making me really sad i mean this is a sad story but it's like man imagine living during this time and like you you gotta get your baby high and like you're pregnant and like you gotta get your baby high you feel what i'm saying like you know like you know you're drinking and it's going straight to your unborn fetus or you know you gotta get your 12 year old or your 17 year old high and drunk just to survive that's that's a that's gonna mentally fuck with you and then everybody dying around you you be burying people every day and it's just never ending there's no fish there's no nothing you can't hunt you can't do shit but like hide out and try to like stay together as a community everybody's just like forging together so this is why i understand why these people are gonna die because you're stealing gold from these people that went through this traumatic time and yeah that's fucked up you're just robbing them and it's like you don't even care about their story you don't care about really trying to learn how to read it or nothing these people are literally going to school to learn how to be robbers i'm not gonna hold you they literally it's in it's in the papyrus they probably do not interpret it but i'm seeing that they literally um felt like they were going to hell and that they were going to burn and do what forever and be like condemned to the egyptian underworld to never reincarnate again to never be and reside near the gods because of this 
this was fucking with their mind. And it's like the only thing that kept them from thinking about how fucked up this all was and everything they had to do just to survive. That's why they had all the guys represented there just in a way to ask for a favor, ask for a prayer like, man, we didn't deserve this. We didn't deserve to go out like this. This is how we had to survive. It was a really fucked up way to survive. All we had was lotus flowers and wine to survive. Um, But this is how we had to stay afloat. Please forgive us. Forgive our souls. Forgiving this to our kids. And I see the gods did forgive them. They didn't blame them for any of this. They were watching the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Like, every time they would pray out to the gods that they would forgive them and protect them. And um, allow them to be um, accepted in the afterlife so that they can reincarnate again. And try to live again in a better life in another lifetime. You know what I'm saying? And, like, this not torment their souls. This is why I said on a previous episode that, like, um, they were asking for forgiveness and that, like, that they would have a second chance at life. And the gods granted them that, to have a second chance at life and as a community um, to do this all over again and to actually survive and strive and be better parents and be better rulers or whatever, whoever they are in today's time. I don't know who these people are, but it's like... um basically not to have nightmares of this not to be traumatized by this because even though this is a past life of theirs they can have the same way i just had a dream about it and figured out who she was they can have traumatic um i still have past life dreams every now and then and i got a piece together whether it's traumatic or good i still have these dreams so something this traumatic is going to stay with your soul it's going to imprint on your soul you know energy never dies your soul never dies your soul remembers even if you're um the you know your physical self don't remember right now because you're running around and you're doing shit in the 21st century in 2022 but your soul is going to remember so even in your subconscious deep 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 when you're sleeping you might have nightmares of this reoccurring dreams of this they basically prayed they wouldn't have none of that because of what they had to do yeah i see that these people um she's telling me that Whatever is in that papyrus, I don't know what the fuck they're trying to say is in that papyrus now. They might have books and shit about it. It's not. It's a lie. They just said some shit to get money. So, like I said, when I come into ruling over all this shit, archaeologists, school of archaeologies, and all that little bullshit fuck shit, gotta go. All that shit's a fucking lie. They're just getting paid to say something. I'm not saying that, like, when they find the people, they might figure out their names. I see they got Dynasty wrong with this, but it's like, they don't know what they're talking about. They're just getting paid to lie. So, I'm here to bring balance to this shit, because these are my fucking people. Yeah. Facts. They just get paid to lie, and they sit in comfort with the gold in their house. And it makes these souls entrapped even more because not only are you putting out lies, but it's like, that's not even how the story really is. You don't really know what you're reading on the papyrus or these hieroglyphs, so you're just putting out some shit. And when they, like I said, pay attention to that word, rewrite, because that means you can create your own story. You don't know what they're saying, so you're just going to guess what these cave paintings or these drawings or these hieroglyphs say. You're just going to guess and you don't really know, and then you're going to get paid for it, and then now you're able to feed your family, and you got some of their gold in your house. This is my job. I have several jobs and several missions on this planet. This is my job. It's to tell you guys what the fuck it really says, because it don't say that shit. They're telling me that I see this in my dreams. I get messages when I take baths about this kind of stuff, because it's like... um, It's like, I'm a medium, duh, but like, no, particularly my soul belongs to ancient Egypt, so they're going to come straight to me because they know I can read this. I've been reading this since I was a kid. Um, Yeah, they're really tired of them lying. They can't, they don't know what they're seeing. They don't know what they're saying. They just kind of think of my up, up of an idea. They sit around at the table and be like, okay, I think this is what it should say, but they're showing me none of the books or anything that they so okay 
basically, if y'all was to give me a papyrus, I can sit down and tell you guys what the fucking papyrus says. Anything that they have, and they were like, okay, this is what it's depicted as, this is a fucking lie. Pretty much. Anything historically with Egyptology, and this is this and that, it's all fucking lie. I see that it's just people that sit around and meditate on this and see how they can do this. And then they don't know how they can really read it, so they just rewrite some shit and just make it a, make it make sense. Lead a meeting, put it out, get money for it. Yeah. Yeah, this is fucked up. They don't even, they didn't even realize. I see that this tomb that they found is not her actual tomb, like I said. Um, they don't even notice that it was like how detrimental it really was. Yeah. They don't get emotional about these kind of things at all either. But they're basically telling me that like I'm here to tell the story of the Egyptians that have passed on. Um all the ones that has been discovered so far there's so many tombs so many dynasties and stuff that ruled and it's like they keep finding some here and there and here and there and here and there and they just get paid they take the gold they steal the gold they sell the gold they put it in museums get money off of it write books write egyptology books and um translations of stuff but they don't translate it they don't know how to read it at all um so it's just like an overflow of bullshit and I see my dad, Ra, he's telling me that I get the actual information in my dreams. I've actually been to tombs in my dreams and read what's on the walls. And was like, oh, yeah, this, you're not supposed to be in here. Oh, yeah, no. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people, I told you guys, like, it's a tourist attraction. People be smoking cigarettes outside of there and shit like that. Dropping ashes, doing bullshit. It's dirty. You know, it's like you guys are disrespecting it. It's like somebody going to your grandma's grave and smoking leaving cigarette butts everywhere trash everywhere pissing like you know it's just like what you're basically pissing on their grave you're doing and then you're robbing them at the same time so i'm here along with my babe to redo i'm not rewriting shit i'm telling y'all what it fucking originally was that's what i'm here to do that's what they're telling me um yeah, so Beckna Fru right now is fucking him up. I told y'all that already. <laughs> but I see her right now. She's fucking him up along with so Beckna Moot. Um, because they're growing. Um, they're not. It's like there's no growth here because nobody really understands. It's just a bunch of tracking. Even when I look at. Um, when I was like, oh, yeah, I just got up, seen the article, and went and typed in some shit real quick and looked it up. It's like. Um, I was just typing in little um, depictions that I've seen in my dream, and I typed it in, and I was able to find it. So it's like the most they did was track some shit. So tomb number, I'm just going to give an example. Tomb number 1457 is belongs to Tahuti or belongs to, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, it belongs to Tut. Because of that tracking, it's like um, that helps me figure out what happened, but I can actually read what the fuck is on it and tell it the truth. So the most they did was just track. It's just tracking numbers. It's like, you know, how you got, what's that called? Like, locations or what the fuck is that shit called? I can't think about it right now, but you know how it's like location codes or something like that. Um... When you're using a map, I can't think of what it's called right now, but it's like, oh yeah, take this way 150 yards west and here and there. It's like, you know, and then you can track the certain thing. That's all they really did. So it's just pointing me. I see it's just pointing me to how to read these so that I can help them get out of these burdens and put all their shit fucking back. Like, I don't know how to explain it to you guys, <laughs> but it's like, okay, King Tut's exhibit is going on and it's like okay king tut's exhibit is here in washington dc for example right now i don't know and it's like um his tomb is number 487 so now i know okay king tut's tomb is 487 so all the shit on his on all these museums going around i can put all that shit in tomb number 487 i can read what it says 
put it back, boom, it's done. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. This is obviously, she's telling me it's a gift that was passed to me through my bloodline because not too many people really have this. But also, um, the canopic jars are labeled. So it's like everything's labeled. It's like an inventory is basically the only thing they did. But they're not really telling um, Egyptology, the Egyptian history story. Like I said, they don't even know. Um, when you look into Sobek Nefru and you look into her history that they have, they can't even tell if the person she was married to was her husband or her father. I just told you guys her husband died. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like they don't know if there's incest or not. They don't know how to depict that because they're just kind of retarded and they don't know how to fucking read shit. They just sit around and think about plans and think about what to do and be like, okay, boom. Now let's sell it to National Geographic. Let's sell it here to the encyclopedias and let's get money. Everything I'm saying is a fucking fact. So it's like it's the real true information and true stories of what happened in Egypt. And like for this one, this is a really hard story to depict. Now all of these stories are hard to hear and, you know, and, and sad and shit like that. Some of them are stories of success, but like none of the stories that they're telling us about these people and their ruling is facts. It's just not. It's on the tombs of what happened. So when they bury these people the kings or queens or if they ever had to bury a community like this before as well is depicted on the tomb of story so that you can know the story so that you can know the history and then they have scrolls about it as well you see what i'm saying so there's no real information getting out to the people that are also of this bloodline there's also egyptians that are still walking around this planet and i'm not talking about the egyptians that are out there in egypt those people are from I'm not going to hold you. Those people are from India. I'm not going to hold you. Those people are considered, quote-unquote, gypsies, Romani. I actually have that in my bloodline as well, like, from my actual ancestors and shit. I'm not talking about no ancient-ass shit. I'm talking about, like, my Italian ancestors. They're, like, Armenian, Romani, and um, Italian. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I mean. You guys got to know your history to know what the fuck is going on the romanis were called like the roma and people call them gypsies because they also lived in lived in egypt but they call them gypsies it's like a derogatory name so they don't really like going by gypsies they like to be called the roma then they speak romani um they originally came from punjabi like ancestry from um india and they were nomadic so they traveled and they traveled to all these different places and things like that and egypt was one of them you know what i'm saying so it's like if people really knew their history they would understand what's going on so the people that are there currently residing the light-skinned people that live in cairo and giza and shit you guys are romanis and y'all need to go back to india i'm not trying to be mean or nothing like that but you guys do not respect ancient egypt the actual ancient egyptians i said this a long time ago in the tower of babel are the black african americans not all of them but a lot of black african americans are from ancient kemet the king uh the kingdom of kush the kushites and things like that they are the african americans that are here in the uh, united states of america when slavery and all that happened we came over here and was here and there was natives here and things like that as well. And we just intermingled. People call them black Indians. Not all of them were born and raised on uh, Turtle Island, which is the Americas. They came over from Egypt. Okay? So that's just like, you know, I broke that down a lot more on the Tower of Babel. I'm not going to get into it too much because I'm trying to finish this before my son wakes up. But people don't even understand why some... Um, you know, some people are like pro-black, um, Black Panthers, and you know that in that that energy and those teachings start to drift towards the kingdom of Cush and the twelve tribes of Israel and things like that. That's why that goes back to that because these people and their generations and their teachings have got passed down. That's why you see people that are really like I'm black, I'm black and I'm proud and things like that in America. How they start breaking down the Merkaba and the Kabbalah and things like that, and they start to go into the 12 tribes of Israel, this is the same shit that came over here and established things. You see what I'm saying? 
So people got to really understand how deep this goes. I'm not going to get into it too much. You can just go listen to the other episodes. But, um, I don't know. It's generations ago, bro. But I just know she's telling me that, um, the current people that are there that are like, oh, yeah, we, I don't even know if the people, yeah, like I said, some of those people are living there and, like, they are in villages and shit I said in the last episode and, like, their villages are falling and, um, all that shit gonna happen to them and it's about to be a great flood and shit because they're considered the Romani. They're supposed to keep roaming, but you, I'm gonna pause it here, bro. It's a lot. basically like the same as like the Punjabis and like you know the Arabics and things like that so it's like um the reason that all that shit's about to get wiped out with this great flood and stuff that I was mentioning is because even though they're there they have been and I'm not saying um they even been knowing that they're doing this but it's still the simple fact of it's disrespectful there's certain like historians and stuff that have been going to um Egypt and like the people that live there um, they're not Egyptian, so they don't respect the tombs. Like I said, they'll sign up and get some money and help these people uh, excavate and move shit out of it and then go back to their little farms and shit with their families and shit like that, and there's no respect. They'll be hustling outside of the pyramids and the tombs, smoking cigarettes, doing whatever, pissing around it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's total disrespect, and why there's no connection is because these are not your people. They are originally from northern india their ancestors they just roamed up here and stayed there so technically by like way of geographical standpoints they are egyptian because they were probably born in egypt for generations right right like for me i'm technically american because like niggas was in america after my family came over from italy after that niggas been in america you feel me so it's like you know what I'm saying? So I would be considered American. So that's why they're considered Egyptian. But if you actually go to their bloodline, they are Roma, Romani. They roamed from uh, northern India a long-ass time ago. And normally their ancestors would have kept roaming and kept moving around, but they stopped there. So that's it. That's all. There's not really to say about that too much like that, but that's why when I say they're all about to get wiped out, this is why. Because they tur- turned something that's sacred into a tourist attraction. They turned something sacred into, let me hustle outside of it like it's downtown Seattle or something. Let me hustle up some shit. No, dog, these are sacred pyramids and tombs and burial grounds and stuff for, for you know, people that really ruled this, this place at one point in time. You feel me? And what you're doing in today's time, you would have got fed to the lions back in the day easy. They wouldn't even thought about it twice. So it's like since these people are dead and you're just taking advantage of it, making a money scheme off of it, helping people take the gold out of it, this is why this is happening. Okay? Just wanted to explain that to you guys. Um, So I see she's telling me that the person that is actually buried in the tomb that they just found that they're considering neath She's a high priestess, so she was a seer. She was a prophet of hers, and she prophesied that this will all happen and that they will all be done. Um, She also prophesied that, um, yeah, she prophesied that money would no longer matter. She prophesied how they were going to survive by way of wine. That they were going to have to balance out peace. Like, they couldn't fight and be like, oh, I'm richer than you, so I deserve three sips of the wine and you don't. Yeah, no. She she prophesied that the only way that they were going to be able to get through to the guys was to show them that we're all on equal terms. That we're all equal love. No matter if somebody was a peasant, a noble, or the pharaoh herself. Like, yeah, she was considered, like, her right hand. Um, this shit happened really fast. They weren't even able to get out the message. There was a lot of shit happening. It was like the whole kingdom just fell at once. Nobody was able to work. Nobody was able to do shit. None of that mattered anyways. Um, 
I see it was an eclipse during this time as well. So the sun god Ra was even out. There's there's no sun. So they really felt plagued because it's like it was a long ass eclipse. Damn, that's scary. I'm not gonna hold you. Imagine you're going through all this and then you're just in darkness as well. Yeah. So they really felt like the gods were punishing them, but it's like in order to try to still receive they felt like they was in hell. But it's like in order to still receive um love and and, and they're all big on reincarnation in in Egypt they just was like okay this is what we gotta do we gotta we all gotta you know break bread I'm no better than you the law of one you know what I'm saying yeah they only seen the moon the sun never came up during this time that's scary it was an eclipse it was a solar eclipse but it lasted a long time even in the morning it was like a portal yeah there was no sun this is scary I'm not gonna hold you that's really fucking scary shit was catching fire or they had to burn stuff on fire just to kill the locusts um to get rid of certain things because it was like it was just spreading 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 everything was ruined um it could have also not have been a sun because the sky was so because i know when it's like forest fires and shit out here in like california and um oregon and like the pacific northwest when there's a fire in cali and it's big enough that smoke can travel to washington and it's like it'll block out our sun it'll make our um breathing air very toxic and polluted i see they had to set so many fires to try to burn the crops that the locusts were on to kill the locusts that the air was so smoky they couldn't breathe outside so imagine that they had to stay inside probably the castle or something like that or i guess they call them the temples they had to stay inside her temple as a community and try to keep from going outside as much as possible they gathered everything they could you know what i'm saying everything was set on fire the waters were tainted um it was just horrible bro it was lots of sorrow there and they felt like the only way they can balance this change was by way of um being with each other, helping each other, being fair to each other, not taking more than your share, things like that, helping each other out. Yeah, that's sad. I see some of them um, also got attacked. There was also, like, a plague of scorpions. So, on top of, like, you know, them losing everything, they also had scorpions that were, like, attacking them, coming into, biting, stinging people, however that works. Yeah, they felt like they were in hell, but I'm not going to hold you. All this shit that was happening, they felt like they were in hell. There was nothing, like I said, there was nothing gold could help. That's why there's, That's why I said there's so much gold in there. It's because this was gold that could not be traded with other nearby places or, you know, back and forth. This was just gold that was just sitting there, you know, because it had no earthly power anymore. That shit didn't matter no more. It was all about just surviving. At that point, the, the most precious thing was the lotus flower and was the wine. Their lions died from famine. Their alligators died. Um, I'm seeing that, like, they felt like they were cursed. They felt defeated. Their birds weren't coming around. Or their birds could have also died away because of... um, Because of they didn't have nothing to eat. And then it's also, like, the air was smoky. I see, yeah, the birds, like, the um, falcon. What if they had the binu? the Benu bird, or the Ibis bird, I think it's called, it looks like a stork, um, the falcon, they have, like, ostriches and shit like that, all them birds are gone dead, yeah, people are going mentally insane, yeah, that's sad, that's really sad, their fertile land was gone, their corn stock, all that shit, gone, that's really sad. That's really, really sad. I see their, um, um, the men that were, like, once upon a time would go to war and, like, protect the kingdom. They were the ones that could have died off, too. And it was, like, left for, like, the women and children for a minute because the men were risking themselves by going out, putting on their gear. Um, at first, when the horses were still around, they were trying to set as much fires to the, um the you know the fucking corn stock and the vegetables and fruits and stuff they were trying to set as much fires as possible to try to kill off the locusts but it's like as much fires as they're setting it make the air smoky and they couldn't breathe 
and then everything that they're setting on fire now the animals ain't got nothing to eat so they didn't have any animals to ride on so it's like they're just surrounded by fire smoke death um they died faster than the other ones because you know if you breathe in too much smoke it can actually um pollute your lungs and it's like you can be sick you can have lung diseases and shit like that because it's not supposed to be breathing in you know what i'm saying it's almost like being stuck in a house fire but imagine like you're outside and it's like it's that thick because like i said i know when we have fires and it could be a whole state or two over um i think last summer the summer that just passed but 2022 um seattle was uh, washington state was ranked as like one of the most toxic breathing spaces and it's because we had hella fires going on at once before it was like oh cali had a fire so it drifted up here or maybe maybe like lake chelan or something but it was like no like our meat our our shit was on fire you know what i'm saying it was like here and it was like hella like hella acres of um the forest and shit like that was on fire and we got evergreens everywhere so it's like it was so dry and so hot it just kept caught fire so imagine that way back in the day yeah I'm seeing that um, now that people are going to start learning more truths about what really happened back in the day in Egypt, these are the stories that the ancestors would like people to know about um, so that, like, there could be a change in a way. And you guys can see, like, wow, like, these are royalty. These people came from royalty. And, like, even though they came from all this stuff, they put all their differences aside. And as a community, they seen each other as... Um, no better than the next, the law of one. These are the type of stories that need to be shared so that the kids can understand and they can actually be a great change. This is what they're expecting to happen. Like, it's like, okay, you're finding our shit. We don't want you to find our shit. But since you found it, at least put out the truth to our kids and our offspring and our, you know, our descendants so that they can know what happened so they can understand the law of one. Because that right there was a test, the law of one. No matter what they went through, they could have all been selfish and just was like, fuck you. I'm going to take all this weed, and, or not weed, but I'm going to take all this locust flower, blue lotus. I'm going to take all this wine, and since I'm the queen, I get to survive as long as possible and be high and just fuck all my community. No, she didn't do that. Everybody was fair. Everybody prayed to the guys every day, you know what I'm saying? They really did all the shit, and like they got a second chance. So it's like they really had to balance that law of one everybody is one we are all each other like you know your neighbor take care of your neighbor everybody matters so it's like that's a story that you need to teach kids you know in today's time and it's like since they just ran off with the goal and didn't teach them it's like damn what are the children learning what are you guys really teaching the generations so that's why she's really like that's why the egyptians the ancient egyptians are like really fucking these people up and going to fuck them up and flood the area and do all this shit because it's like my death was in vain like damn you gonna rob me and then you and i didn't want to tell my people the real story that's fucked up that's not right you feel me and then you gonna have my gold on your centerpiece in your house that's not right you know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I don't give a fuck if these people are archaeologists who went to school for it. That shit's done. You're never going to be hired for that shit anymore. Ever. Ever. Like, that's done. And I'm the one that's going to call it. Like, I can call it. Period. Period. It's just, it is what it is. Like I said, I'm not no cocky-ass bitch, and I don't give a fuck who feels like I am. I'm here to do a certain thing, and it's just what it is. Because it's like, um... You guys are just shitting on these people's graves, pissing on these people's graves, and then not even telling their descendants the true story that can help them in today's time about realizing that it's like, it's not every man for himself. It's like, we are all one. And like, if this happened to y'all, how would you survive off this? We see how people went with COVID. Everybody was robbing each other, beating each other up, killing each other for some fucking tissue. That's not what, you know what I'm saying? That's not what, that's not what we supposed to be doing. You feel me? I know we had to keep distance and social distancing and shit, but, like, you got to realize, why do you got a cart full of tissue and it's just two people in your house, but there's a family full of 10 people, and you going to take all this tissue for you? You know what I'm saying? Like, we already showed that we don't know how to care for each other and care for our neighbor in crisis and pandemics and shit like that. 
So this is an actual pandemic that happened in ancient Egypt, and this is how they came together. And they were more balling than all of us put together, to be fucking honest with you. You feel me? Even more balling than the royals, and because all the shit the royals have is from them. You feel me? They're just thieves. That's the only reason why they feel like they're better than any of us, or they have more money than any of us, because they robbed it from our ancestors. Period. So let this be a lesson you can, feel me, like, you can teach your kids I try not to cuss too much on it, you feel me? <laughs> on this one, at least, I try not to cuss too much on it. Um, but, you know, this is this is something that they want you guys to understand and learn and, like, understand. So she was known and depicted as the um, goddess of the lotus flower. She has Sobek there because her name is Sobek Nefru. Um, so she was depicted with that, the, 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 the queen, I guess, or they calling her the queen and they're like, we're going to rewrite some stuff. Whoever they find in that tomb with all those people, that's actually her high priestess. So her psychic that was by her side that helped her through this, helped her. And she was like, Hey, this is what we got to do. If we want to be considered with the guys, we're all going to die. She just kept it a hundred. Like, bro, we're all going to die. This is how we're going to survive. So the psychic helped her and was like, hey, we're going to have to get high. We're going to have to drink a lot. Bro. That's all we're going to have. That's it. And we're going to have to pray every fucking day to the guys. And we got to open up our doors to our community. And even the peasants, not just the noble families, not just the, the guards, not just the warriors, not just the doctors and the healers. Everybody got to come in this motherfucker for us to heal. And she did that. So she's depicted with fire. She's depicted with... um with Sobek, the crocodiles, and she's also depicted with lotus flowers, and this is why. So this is the story that of this queen that they're trying to rewrite that they're not writing shit. This is Sobek Nefru. I hope this helps you and your kids in the future to understand the law of one and to understand that nobody is better than the next and that the gods are always watching everything you do. Even when they put you in situations like this and you're, you have no way out, reincarnation is a thing. You can reincarnate. So just do what you can do and have a pure heart. And that's what they did. You feel me? That's all I got for you guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. Like I said, if you're into manifesting, one, two, three is a beautiful day to manifest your heart's desires. You know, this is an alignment day. Um, I'm going to go ahead and see if my son's up so we can eat some breakfast now. But that's all I got. I love you guys. Peace.